Hey, I'm Ben Bennell. And I'm Kevin Cooper. We're lifelong friends, economic enthusiasts, and data junkies. We have regular conversations about the job market, the economy, and the data that gives us insight into the current trends. So whether you own a business, you're a job seeker, or you just want to intelligently join the conversation around the table, there's something here for you. Welcome to the Jobology Brothers podcast. You know, pretty interesting. So the last couple months when we talked, uh, like each month, the jobs numbers were kind of cooling off. August report that we talked about in September, there were big downward revisions to the last couple of months. And so now the entire script is going to change. Uh, non-farm payrolls increased by 336,000 jobs uh, in the month of September. <laughs> the expectations uh, from Dow Jones was 170. So it literally more than, you know, doubled what expectations were. Uh, we haven't had a number that big since January of 2023, so earlier this year. And if you look at averages and you try to try to kind of look back and mark that in time, like when when were we averaging like a three month average of a jobs number this big? It would have been uh, Q4 of 2022. So that was a roaring job market. Uh, and then on top of that, uh, you know, they upward revised uh, the last two months, I think, by a total of like a. Uh, 80,000 jobs for July, uh, 40,000 jobs for August. So, you know, kind of everything, you know, changed from August to September. Uh, you know, good news for the job market, maybe not great news uh, if you're paying attention to the Fed and interest rates. Um, so, uh, and then we get to jolts, which came out, which remember that kind of lags by a month. So the jolts numbers uh, that we get in uh, early October, actually for August, um, but those numbers, really nothing changed much. Uh, quits, separations, hiring, kind of everything kind of just stayed the same. No no big uh, movements in either direction. With one exception, uh, job openings picked up by almost a million. So job openings are now up to a whopping 9.6 million. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of open jobs. Yeah, it's a big number. And I think it it kind of is reflective of what's maybe going on in the overall economy, you know. Ben, you and I just got back a couple of weeks ago. We went to Dallas for a Moody's Analytics uh, Economic Outlook Conference. And I know we talked about recession on the last chat we had. So I thought I might bring some of the news we heard from Mark Zandi and Chris Dorides down there uh, to the group here about what's going on in the general economy. And I think speaking to some of these job numbers and some of the strength, you know, they talked a lot about you know the probability of a soft landing here in the U.S. economy. And what was happening for a while was the U.S. economy was really overheating. Uh, inflation numbers were high. Wage growth was high. A lot of things were happening that were making people a lot of concern about just this overheating economy. And that's where, as you just mentioned, the Fed stepped in. They started increasing interest rates with an attempt to slow the economy down. The challenge there is that it's really hard to slow the economy down without going into recession. And so there's this idea of a soft landing where that says, hey, we can slow the economy down from its overheating position without plunging the economy into a recession. And Moody's lists the probability of that happening right now at about 70 percent. So a high probability that the economy is going to find itself in this soft landing that we do not go into recession uh, in the next year. And one of the things I thought that was super interesting, you and I talk about the health of the American worker and and consumers remain a resilient firewall. That's something Mark Zandi talks about. Uh, their behavior is changing a little bit in how they disperse their spending around goods and services. But overall, the total spending from consumers in the U.S. economy remains strong. And that's a big part about why the economy has been able to remain on track. And in their talk about the general economy, they thought about what could go wrong. So a lot of the things you see in headlines right now are baked into this 70% probability, the UAW auto workers strike, the conflict in Russia and Ukraine. 
And while this was before what opened up in Israel and Gaza this past week, it did include what they said was a noted geopolitical event. So they bake in some of these ideas of the unknown unknowns that could happen out there like this, but they still have that as a 70% probability that we're going to stick in there. And I think speaking to that in some of the job numbers, we saw some of the highlights that I really pulled out of there. One was the diffusion index, which increased from 62.2 to 64.2. So this is an index of industries with employment increasing. And the larger the number, the more industries you see with increasing jobs. And like we talked about before, recession about is about broad-based decreases. So you want to see that diffusion index popping up, more industries adding jobs. We saw a continuing trend of temp help uh, losing jobs. And we talked about before why that's not too, too concerning, especially with the backdrop of the three-month average in total non-farm and total private payrolls is increasing. The number of workers who are discouraged or marginally attached to the workforce are decreasing. And so that all bodes pretty well for the American worker. We saw average hours remain sort of stable. Average hourly earnings went up a little bit from $33.81 to $33.88. The index of aggregate hours worked, which we've talked about, went from 155.5 up to 155.7. Year over year, that was up from 114.2 in September of 2022. So some pretty healthy gains that we see going on there. In September, we saw a decrease in real average hourly earnings. So that puts uh, the gains that we saw up against the CPI. So we saw a 0.2% gain in average hourly earnings, but we saw a 0.4% increase in CPI. So the average purchasing power of the US dollar went down for those workers. It was just a one-time thing that we saw. We don't know that that's going to be a trend yet, but a blip. But generally speaking, everything seems to be going fairly well. I love that. And, and so kind of the first part of the podcast talks about all these numbers that are, you know, trailing I got an interesting one that came in from the uh, Q3 CFO, Chief Financial Officers Survey, uh, which is oh, released cool. in partnership with Duke University uh, and the Federal Reserve Banks of Richmond and Atlanta. Um, so get ready for this. CFOs see growth in revenue and hiring for 2024. Uh, they see employment edging up by 3.9%. Uh, earlier this that's year, they great. were saying 1.1%, so that's more than doubled. They also uh, expect and forecast revenue to rebound to 6.5% growth next year. Earlier this year, they were saying 3%. So again, that's a number. Oh, wow. Uh, that's These double. are big gains. Big, big gains. Uh, and so I love to hear that kind of sentiment because, you know, if you're going to grow your revenue, you need to hire. And so it's, you know, we're early in Q4, but uh, if you're, you're wanting those things to happen in 2024, growth and hiring and revenue, like you got to start now. So uh, companies don't want to be left behind. And that kind of plays into what we're seeing anecdotally. So our staffing business in the last six to eight weeks has almost doubled our billing hours. Um, I don't know, again, I, I always kind of put the, um, uh, the the caveat, you know, it's really Houston-based and it's industrial-based. So, you know, that's not a good broad marker for uh, hiring in general, but our search business is also up. Our, our order activity since Labor Day is significantly up from what we saw in the summer. So sometimes you hear in our industry, people talk about the September surge. There's a lot of hiring that happens usually in the fall, kind of between Labor Day and before the holidays, which would kind of go right in line with that CFO survey. If they're expecting that kind of growth next year, that's hiring that's going to happen and activity that's going to happen right now in the, the fourth quarter. So either way, I think right now we can safely assume, you know, broad based across the entire labor market, the job market for now, it's going to remain tight and it's going to remain strong, you know, at least for the foreseeable future, which is good news.